Shalom Aleichem, Shavua Tov, to all of you great listeners <coughs> of this great station. This is Rabbi Albaz from SLC. I'm going to be talking about the parasha we read yesterday, Parashat Chukat, <coughs> and specifically about the first two passages. In other words, is there any common element between the first pas- the first two passages. And it turns out that there is. Now, the first passage speaks about the Paraduma. As you may have heard before, the Paraduma is uh, the red cow and has to be completely red. Uh, and they used to burn it, take the ashes, mix the ashes with spring water, and with Ezov, you know, the Ezov, that Ezov, that's, uh, they call it in Arabic, uh, Zatar. And with that, they would sprinkle uh, the whole thing and, uh, on a person who's Tameh and becomes Tower. That's the, that's the first passage. The second passage speaks about the, uh, the water, the lack of water. Uh, Miriam, the sister of Moshe Rabbeinu, passed away. And as soon as she passed away, the war, there was no more war. Of course, this leads us to, uh, 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 to, to, to believe that uh, the uh, water, the Be'er, was because of the Zechut of Miriam. That's why the Be'er was there. And once, the Be'er, once Miriam passed away, so there was no, there was no water. So people were complaining. And Moshe Rabbeinu, of course, asked Hashem for the water. And Hashem told him, take your staff and speak to the stone. Speak, not hit it. Moshe Rabbeinu, instead of speaking, he hit it. The water came out anyway. But because he didn't speak to the stone and he hit it instead, he was punished by not being able to go into Eretz Israel. Now, what is the common denominator between these two passages? Uh, there is something called kitrug. Kitrug. Kitrug means a very strong uh, 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 criticism against someone, a denunciation against somebody. Now, let's look at what we're talking about. Let me first preface this by saying, you know, all educators and parents also, they know that when, when they have a child who is talented, is mukhshar, is more intelligent than the others, somehow that child ends up with more work and is criticized more often because he's, he knows better. If he doesn't do something right, he doesn't do something right, so he, he, he gets criticized. We expect more from him. And if he errs in some way, then he hears from it. The other child who's not so smart, if he does something wrong, well, you know, you say, well, look, he doesn't know what he's doing anyway. You know, so you let it go. The good one ends up being nitpicked all the times. So is with the Bnei Israel. 
because we are Amsegula, because we are the chosen people, we have to do everything right. Otherwise, other nations will criticize us. And that is what's happening even nowadays. But not only other nations might criticize, but even the Satan, even the Malachim would be ready okay, to say some kitrug, some denunciation against the Bnei Israel if they err in something or another. And that is what's happening in each of the first two passages of Parashat Chukat. Let's look at them one at a time. The case of Moshe Rabbeinu, Memeriba. As we said, as I said before, Moshe Rabbeinu hit, he hit the stone. Why did he do that? He did that because, as a great leader, as a leader who loves his nation, he did not want that the Satan and the Malachim will say any kitrug against the Bnei Israel. If Moshe Rabbeinu were to speak to the stone rather than hit it, then the, the, the Malachim, the Satan, will be made katreg. Look, a stone doesn't know from nothing, has no zechel, no feeling, no emotion, no nothing. You speak to it once, and it obeys. It does what you tell it. Gets the water out. The Bnei Israel, how many times they've been rebuked? How many times they've been reprimanded? Many, many times. And still, they're not listening completely. So Moshe Rabbein knew that there would be such a kitrug. Therefore, he said, i rather do something myself and be punished for it rather than have the Bnei Israel uh, some kind of a kitrug against them. And that's why he hit. This is like what Rashi brings a Midrash about the, the, the eagle. Uh, the eagle is a, a very high-flying bird. Now, all birds, they uh, take their kids under their legs okay, because they're afraid that some bird that flies higher will come and and, and and start hitting them on the shoulder if he puts it on the shoulder. The eagle is not afraid. He's not afraid of any other bird that goes higher than him. He's afraid of the arrows that perhaps a human might throw at him. So he puts his kids over his shoulder. The eagle says, rather let the throws come at me rather than hit my kids. Moshe Rabbeinu says, I'd rather be the one that's punished rather than Bnei Israel. This, is, this has happened also with Aharon Cohen with the case of the Egel, but I don't want to go into that right now. Now let's look into the case of the Paraduma. The Gemara brings a short story. This has to do with a Gentile, a Goy. His name was Dama ben Netina. What happened was that at, at one time, the Hachamim needed a stone that was part of the 12 stones on the Hoshen. 
As you know, the Kohen Gadol has a breastplate. In it, there were 12 stones. And one of them was lost. And they needed to replace it. The person that had that stone was this Dama Benetina. So the Hachamim went to him. And they, you know, they were willing to pay a hefty sum for it. So he went to, to get the key, so to open the chest where the uh, stones are. But the key was under the pillow of his father, and his father was sleeping. But he didn't want to wake up his father. He had, he had a great kibudavayim. He wouldn't even wake up in the face of making in a deal. With, we talk, we're talking about a great amount of money here. Still, he would not wake up his father. Instead, he went out, told the hachamim, I'm sorry, I can't give it to you. The next year, Hashem rewarded Dama Benitima with a red cow, Paraduma. Why did he give him only the Paraduma? Maybe he could have had a, a treasure, <laughs> winning a lottery or something, but he gave him a Paraduma. And there's a reason for that. Now, the Hachamim heard that this man has a paraduma, obviously, the need. This paraduma is something very valuable, something very special. After all, you don't get a paraduma every day or every year. So they went to him, and as soon as he saw them, he said to them, Look, I know that you will give me any price. Any fortune that I ask, you'll give it to me for this paraduma. But I'm not going to do it that way. I want you to give me just the amount of money that I lost last year because I had the kibudava em. I did not wake up my father. I lost so much and so much from that deal. All I want is that money. Even though I could ask you for the world, you'll give it to me. I only want that money. Now, again, here there was a kitrug. A kitrug from the, from the Malachim. Why? They said, look. Look how a Gentile, a girl, has such a tremendous respect for, for his father. You know, in the face of, uh, of, of losing such a great deal, still it didn't bother him. You know, the Bnei Israel that you call the chosen nation... The, the, the son of HaKadosh Baruch Hu may not be able to uh, uh, duplicate that kind of a deed. That's the Kitruv. But the answer to that Kitruv is very simple. Why? You know, we have mitzvot, commandments, that we call our sikhliot. Sikhliot meaning that they're logical, they're rational. I mean, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not say lashonara, all these things, it makes sense. There are others, other misvot, that are hukim. Hukim, a hok means a gezera from a galush There's no rational reason behind it. And paraduma is on top of them. Even though other hukim, perhaps, you may find a reason for them. And paraduma is like the semel, the symbol of the hawk. Because even Shalom Melech, 
He could not find a reason for it. Shilomo HaMelech, he said, Amarti ehkama vihi found reasons for all the mitzvot of the Torah with the exception of this one. Why? Because this one has a contradiction. The person who is tahor and administers the sprinkling on the person who is tameh, that person who is tahor becomes tameh, and the person who, who is tameh, he gets sprinkled and becomes tahor. So you have a contradiction. One whose tahor becomes tameh, the other one tameh becomes tahor. So the minute you find a reason for one case, well, what about the other one? And, and, and vice versa. So the answer is this. Sure, Dama Benetina, he, uh, he, 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 he respected his parents, his father. That's, that, that, that's great. But remember, the mitzvah of Kibbutz is mitzvah also sikhlit. After all, a father or and a mother that brings you up and 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 sacrifices so much for you, takes care of you, with your education, with with, with the, the the food and medical expenses and everything. You own something. So therefore, you respect them. He was willing. Adama Benetina was willing to lose money on a mitzvah that has some reason to it. The Bnei Yisrael were willing to give a fortune for a mitzvah, paraduma, that has no logic to it. And that's, that's why HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave him the paraduma and not the treasure in order to stem, stem out, to stamp out all kitrug. Look, Look what the Bnei said. I'm Kadosh. They're willing to give anything, even for mitzvah, that has no sechel. Perhaps with this, we can understand a question about Shabbat. The, the command to uh, keep the, the Shabbat is said in twice in the Ten Commandments. In, uh, in, in Parashat Yitro, it says, Zachor et Yom HaShabbat Tekadosho. Yeah? Remember Shabbat, to sanctify it. So six days we work, and Shabbat we don't. And then it says, it gives a reason. HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the world in six days. And he rested on the seventh day. So, we emulate Hashem, we work six days, and we rest on the seventh. Okay? That's the way it is in Parashat Yitro. Gives a reason. Let's look at Parashat Vayet Hanan. Also has the Ten Commandments. And there he says, Shamor etyoma Shabbat Keep the Shabbat to sanctify it. Then he says the following words. As just as Hashem commanded you. Hashem commanded you sometime before that, right? Then it says, 
כי עבד היית בארץ מצרים, ממבה. You were slave in מצרים. ויוצא הגש ותוקיעד מצרים. Therefore, על כן סביבך השם אלוקיך, then, therefore, השם is commanding you to keep the Shabbat. In other words, you were in Mitzrayim, you were slaves there. You were servants of the Egyptians. Hashem took you out of there. Now you switch. You're not going to be my servants. And you're going to be keeping the Shabbat. So in both, in Parashat Yitro and Parashat Vait Hanan, when it talks about keeping the Shabbat, it, talks, it gives a reason to it. Now, what, is it that, what does it mean when it says, keep the Shabbat, כאשר סביבך השם אלוקיך. This is in Parashat Vaithanan. Keep the Shabbat like Hashem commanded you to. Before, where? Now, logically, what you would think is, like he did in Parashat Titro, which was like uh, 40 years earlier. But that's not what it means. You look into Rashi, it says, Kashet Sivecha Hashem Elokecha Bemara. In Mara. When they left Egypt and they came to a place called Mara and the water was bitter and they couldn't drink and they complained and Hashem told Moshe Rabbeinu, take this branch. That branch was a, a bitter branch. branch and he took a bitter branch and put it through it into bitter water and became sweet it became sweet it was like a nest on top of another nest normally something bitter what do you do you put something sweet into it if you want to sweeten it here Moshe Rabbe took something bitter put it into bitter waters and became sweet water fresh water and everybody drank Now, Atmara, it says, Sham, Sam, Lo, Chok, Visham, Nisar. Atmara, the Chok Mishpat, Moshe Rabbeinu taught them four categories of halachot, of mitzvot. And he taught them about Shabbat, Kibbutah Vahem, and Dinim, meaning you know, when you have Dayanim, judges, and so on. And Para Aduma. The Para Aduma was over there. Shabbat was also in Mara. So when we say, Ka'ashet Sivecha Hashem Elokecha, Rashi is saying, not Ka'ashet Sivecha in Parashat Yitron, but before that, in Mara. Why in Mara? Because in Mara, There was no reason behind it. In Parashat Yitro, as we mentioned before, it says, remember the Shabbat, but it says a reason for it. In Parashat Vait Hanan, also it says a reason for it. But in Marah, there was no reason. Just like the Parah Duma, there was no reason for it. Over there, he just taught them with no reason. So this is why, Kashet Sivecha, you're supposed to keep the Shabbat Not because of the reason behind it, but because Hashem said this is the Shabbat. There may be a reason. In fact, you look into the Hinuch, 
you'll find every mitzvah, the chinuch, will give you a reason, he'll give you time for it. Of course, with the exception of Paraduma, the chinuch himself says, Kan rafu yadai. Like my hands have became weak over here. And I, he, I, I can't really say any, any good reason for this. Even the chinuch himself. But every other one is a reason. Shabbat is a reason. So that's kashir sivecha in Mara, because there there was no reason. Which means that we have to do the mitzvot, the commandments of Hashem, because Hashem said so. It says in Paraduma, Zot Hukat HaTorah. What do you mean, Zot Hukat HaTorah? So it says, Zot Hukat HaPara. We're not talking about the whole Torah, we're talking about the Paraduma here. But Zot Hukat HaTorah, why the whole Torah? Because just like the Paraduma is a hawk, really the entire Torah and the 613 mitzvot should be to us as a hawk. We have to do them without looking, looking at the reason behind them. Oh, if you want to uh, go ahead and investigate the reasons, that's fine. But not to do the mitzvah because of that. We are Rabotai Amsegula, as I mentioned before, and it's something very important. Because we are Amsegula, we have to behave differently. We have to be like models. And other nations will criticize us. Even if we try our best, they will. And the case at point is only a week ago or two weeks ago, the United Nations, a certain commission from the United Nations, they, they said that uh, both Hamas and Israel committed war crimes against children during the war of last year, last summer. Now, how could anyone with his right mind equate Hamas and Israel. How could they? This is pure bias. They'll criticize us at all time. Hamas used the children as a shield. They put them right there. They put them right near the launchers. They knew. They wanted the bedavka that they, 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 they should be hurt. Why? So that, hey, then the nations will go against Israel. Israel did everything possible under the sun. Millions of leaflets that they were giving out, text messages, even phone calls, did everything under the sun. But that doesn't matter to the, to the other nations. It doesn't matter to them. Yeah. See, under the rules of war, homes, that's true, they're protected. Why? Because civilian sites. Unless used for military purposes. And Israel has said again and again, it only attacked leg legitimate targets. Militants, they used the houses to hide weapons, fires, command centers, and civilians around them. But no matter what, they're going to criticize anyway. But still, 
as being the chosen nation. We always have to follow the dictates of the Torah without first dwelling into the reasons. Be'ezat Hashem. HaKadosh Baruch Hu will send us to Mashiach. Please, I want to remind you again to try the, the, your best uh, to help the station, to keep the st station going. It's a beautiful station, and it does a lot of good. It benefits all of us, adults and children alike. Let me also say that tomorrow at SLC, we are embarking on a, a new project. Uh, we, we are renovating the social hall downstairs. We have something really very, very beautiful. So although we're not taking bookings now uh, for the next three months for the downstairs, but you can still, if you have a Brit Milah or a Bar Mitzvah, we can still uh, use the shul and the outside, the lobby outside. So you can still book those if you want to. So Shavua Tov, Kulechem Berechem Tehu.